721 back on the uh, KYMN Morning Show, and very pleased and grateful to be joined by uh, City Administrator Ben Martig and Mayor Rhonda Pownell. Thank you both for uh, braving the weather yeah. and, and coming in on a uh, what is a, an incredibly busy morning here at the radio station, too. So we appreciate you being here. I feel like a celebrity with that introduction. <laughs> you are a celebrity. You're so gracious. Thank you, Rich. Yeah, we're happy to be here, too. Yes. It's so, actually really kind of nice out. I'm not encouraging people to get out and about. But no. I was, the plows have been out, and the streets are really, they're pretty open. And um, I want to yeah. give a shout-out to the Northfield Public Works Department. Yeah. They are, they're, they're killing it right now. They're doing a great job. I frankly did not expect my co-host, Lisa Peterson, to even get in today. She told me last night, if the roads are bad, I'm not coming in. And now she's ticked off because the roads were good and she had yes. to come in. But, <laughs> but no, the, the, the roads are actually, don't go out and test them, folks. If, you, yeah. if, you're, if you're home, stay home. But the yeah. roads are in pretty good shape in Northfield, at least, for the moment. I yeah. got cross-country skis that she can borrow if she needs to. <laughs> I can drop them off for her. She can get home on some skis. My wife just bought a brand new pair of snowshoes, too. Yeah, so, yeah. there you go. All right. yeah. It's a perfect day for that. So last night, there was a uh, a Northfield City Council meeting, and not a real heavy agenda mm-hmm. last night, which uh, you know uh, I, is fine with me from mm-hmm. time to time. But there was yeah. some stuff uh, that, that, that happened. We have three brand new police officers in uh in Northfield. That's uh that's good news. That is really good news. So it was really great to be able to swear in or watch the swearing in of those three additional police officers. Two mm-hmm. of them are due to some uh vacancies and then another was added for um some continuity, I would say, uh because we know that there's some retirements coming up. Right. And, and all three coming with some just really great experience, background. Some of them have had some experience with Norfield before. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are very fortunate because not all uh, departments are able to be able to attract, recruit, retain uh, right. really quality police officers. And we've been very fortunate to be able to do that. Uh, P.T. Heider, who's the assistant uh, police chief, was uh, standing right next to me when they were being sworn, and I just kind of leaned and I said, does this mean you guys are, are fully staffed? And he kind of looked at me and said, well, for now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of um, retirements coming up that we know yeah. of, and the council's talked about this during our budgeting and succession yep. planning and that kind of a thing. But um, our officers that uh, last evening, they'll be going into our field training program, uh, where they're assigned a field training officer who's um, specifically uh, been trained to train in our new people. And yeah. uh, they work on every shift with them to instruct them on their job as a police officer. <clears throat> they're also evaluated through observation and written reports uh, of their performance through the field training officer. So it takes six months to kind of go through that formal yeah. process. Right. And, uh, so it's a, there's a pretty heavy onboarding. Like the mayor said, they do have some experience. We're fortunate to have recruited some peop- uh, some some in. We know from other cities, we have cities who have standing vacancies because they can't fill some positions on that. And so mm-hmm. uh, we've been fortunate to be re- uh, recruiting people here and, and then getting getting them trained and hopefully keep them here. You know, yeah. Ben, you and I have, have, have actually had a uh, conversation about this. We're lucky in Northfield that we can get people applying. <laughs> in St. Peter, they, they had a couple of uh, police uh, positions open. Nobody applied. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I, I, uh, um, yeah, it's just, we're fortunate in, in, in Northfield, that's for sure. Yeah, and, um, you know, we've the council's made some investments in compensation so that we're competitive at 
at the middle of the market and mm-hmm. competitiveness. And hopefully we have a, a built a culture, which I think we have, uh, that's respected by the right. community and right. um, outsiders, uh, police officers talk to, so they know uh, kind of what's going on too. And I'm not saying St. Peter's got issues, but no, um, no, the more not. you can do to have um, good, solid professional operations, the better. Um, if there's officers who like a, a more action, uh, they're probably not going to be coming to Northfield as much right. as like if they wanted to be in like mm-hmm. Hennepin County doing right. more like uh, emergency responses on a regular basis. But um, but we think we're attractive to a lot of a lot of people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, once all that was done, uh, we uh, we we oh the uh, liquor license. There were a couple of uh, liquor licenses that were issued yesterday because we have uh, one brand new uh, establishment open and one. Uh, uh, well-established mm-hmm. uh, place under new management. Yeah, so, yes, two, and both of those uh, approved unanimously, and uh, it was just really great to have the owners right there yeah. in the in the council chambers and to take the time to really just introduce themselves to the council and to the community, right. really, as a whole. Um, and so it's just wonderful to see that turnover of long-established yep entities within our community that there's a new generation of owners coming on and so for the grand event center we uh approved that liquor license for jake mulford and Lindsay ness yep and then we had raven's nest cafe which is really on the at the back of the farmstead bike shop right it's really a cool space if you have not been in there please take the time uh to go in there and that was for Brianna Melford, was the owner representative, Mad Farmer, LLC, DBA, Raven's Nest Cafe. I'm like, Mad Farmer. <laughs> All right. The crepes at, yeah. uh, at Raven's Nest are there. I've been over there a few. Brianna's, Brianna and Greg are friends of mine, so mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I highly endorse the crepes over yeah. at, at Raven's Nest Cafe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it was just great to be able to support both those businesses. Right. Right. Um, I have to ask, we're, we, we need to talk about the weather and what's going on uh, out here, but I have to ask, w- w- there was one more item on the agenda last night when we were talking about floating districts that I, I, I missed a meeting. And I, <laughs> You're not allowed to miss meetings, Rich. I know. I went on vacation and I'm paying for it now. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I don't even understand what we were talking yeah. about last night. I know that uh, Michaela Schmidt very much knows what she, what she's talking about, yeah. but I couldn't discern anything what was going on last night. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, so the Neighborhood Center Floating District really was an, an opportunity for the council to identify specific parcels that are along our arterial or collector streets, right? There's specific, excuse me, mm-hmm. <clears throat> specific parcels that have been identified for a greater density of housing. Okay. And uh, so it's uh, really making that more possible to be able to, at key intersections, really okay. is where it is, where you can um, multi-story, I think four to eight units, I think, okay. is what it is. So it's... The planning commission has been working on it for some time, and okay. it's new. Okay. And I think that I was the only one that voted against it, and simply because I prefer a conditional use permit right. versus just a permitted use. I am fully behind and supportive of increased density, and especially at mm-hmm. key locations where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was just that second reading of the ordinance. The conditional use permit, as I understand it, would... <laughs> give the city a little more uh, uh, say in what actually goes into 
a building, correct? Or the, the, the construct design of a building? In some ways. I mean, we do have our, there's all sorts of internal processes and Michaela uh, went over that a little bit last night, yeah. kind of checks and balances uh, that are happening regardless of whether it's a conditional use permit or mm-hmm. not. The CUP does allow the council to put some additional conditions okay. on it if necessary or if they're warranted or, um, but this, that, that process that would allow the council to be able to do that and have more of a, uh, have it vetted in an open public meeting is not, that's taken out of the equation when it's a permitted use, uh, within the table. I get it. Okay. That, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. And re- regardless, the, uh, it was, this last night was the second reading. Yep. The ordinance did pass. And so now we have these floating, di- floating districts. Yeah. Floating. I'd like to like, maybe <laughs> kind of like you flying by the seat of your hand. Exactly. I'd like to see a visual of this. <laughs> I think of Rihanna at the, at the Super Bowl on the floating stage. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Like All right. it. All right. Yeah. So it is, um, it is snowing and, uh, we are going to be dealing with a, uh, uh, if you believe the predictors, anywhere from another nine to uh, twenty inches of snow in the next twenty-four hours, um, I'm assuming the city's ready. Oh yeah, we are ready. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we have potentially a three-day historic winter storm that could bring you know widespread snow, and right now it's it's also blowing out there, and right. so that's an issue and drifting. Uh, through Thursday, uh, really, and it could be in the top five all time in Minnesota, depending on what we might see. So, uh, top snow amounts 28, a little over 28 in, uh, inches in that infamous Halloween storm uh, that we had in 91. Yep. 82 had, 82 yeah. had back to back ones where they had 20 inches and then a couple of days later they had 17 and a half inches when was almost. That? that was 1982. Oh, I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> and then like, uh, 2010 was 17. So that, yeah. uh, w- with what we're taking yeah. a look at, we're, we're seeing that we could be pushing that. I, hopefully we won't get to those, uh, 1980s with those combined <laughs> ones or the yeah. 1990s, but it could be serious, uh, condition, poor conditions out there. And so, uh, we, travel will be disrupted today we could have 12 to 16 inches of snow maybe 15 to 20 where we are through the through the multiple days fortunately with the spacing of it we've gotten a start to that and like the mayor said driving in my general observation was look things like things are pretty cleared out Um, but we know blizzard conditions could be out there uh, blowing and gusting particularly later today it's going to be kicking up and the wind's going to kick up so avoid travel um, is one thing i would say yeah Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Today's a good day to stay home. If, if you need a small window to run to the grocery store, now's it. Yeah, right now. Now's it. Um, but yeah, just a, for people to take the time, it's it's just really important for all of our emergency responders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when people go out and they get stuck, somebody's got to come get you. Mm-hmm. I we've had um, I. I Police Chief Elliott was uh, was here on on Thursday, and we were able actually to have a, a kind of an extended conversation with him. And and I, I, you know, it's his job, but I can't I, I can't even count the number of times the term public safety came, yeah. came up talking with with Chief Elliott. And yeah. this is what we're dealing with today. This is a public safety issue. If you can yeah. stay home, stay home. Yep. Yep. That's, Please stay home. Yeah, that's good. I've got two kids at home. I think the school was wise to uh, yep. cancel school for the next couple of days, yep. um, but that means your kids are supposed to be home 
learning uh, school and not out out and about too. Maybe get some exercise and enjoy the outdoors some. But um. e- e-learning days <laughs> to, to those of us born born at a certain time, e-learning days are kind of a mystery. Yes. My kids were out of school before the word e ever came into a, a, a effect. But uh, I, I, I'm sure that you know the nice thing about these e-learning days is it doesn't push the middle of. Uh, uh, the the end of school into the middle of June too, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would be like instead of my parents telling me how my mom lived uh, just outside of town and would have to walk like five miles into town yeah. in the winter. Yeah, I'll be telling my grandkids that I used to just get to take the day off of school when there <laughs> wasn't school, and then the, a new generation would be so advanced, you know, they they won't be able right, to comprehend exactly. that. Yeah, <laughs> no days off for you. Okay, well, uh, and real briefly, I I we've talked about this a lot on this uh, station on this sh- on on the morning show, and I think we're going to keep talking about this because I think this issue is really important, and it's uh, it's it's a long term story. Um, last week, I was able to attend uh, one of the. Um, uh, workshops for the uh, for downtown development. They're talking specifically about the uh, developing the uh, the Archer Block, which is what we're calling the area between Second Street now and Fourth Street. But um, um, these community conversations about what we're going to do downtown and with the riverfront, they're going to keep happening, aren't they? Yes, they are going to keep happening. That's good. Was that our cue? <laughs> I, I guessed, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, well, I guess I would just say that, uh, yeah, we've hosted. Uh, in March, we're going to be ramping up to some public ones. Uh, you, you, Rich, uh, and uh, Jeff were invited mm-hmm. to a, uh, a business owners and property owners yep. uh, meetings that we've been hosting a series of four meetings last week by uh, Bob and Bruce, who have been doing some facilitating. To get some direct feedback, we'll be rolling into that same presentation of the public um in March, uh, it's really following what we presented to the council, and they gave the green light to go start getting information. And yeah. um, I think the mayor could speak to it too. But this is the beginning of a conversation, and, yeah. and the the community can help build what that vision and right. might be. We've got some ideas, mm-hmm. and the council's got guiding documents. But um, we're planning on moving to action eventually on a number of these projects. Mm-hmm. And some of them are going to be driven by just development, redevelopment. Um, and then others, I think, will just be more planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd, you know, this is really exciting because we had an 18-month, I think, process where we were looking at the Riverfront Enhancement Action Plan right. from our southern border all the way up to our northern border. And uh, things are just fortuitously, I don't know, uh, <laughs> aligning uh, where we can... Uh, we've given direction in this last strategic plan that we really want to see things implemented. We don't want to stay in Norfield's sweet spot of just always dreaming and visioning but mm-hmm. never implementing. Mm-hmm. That's not helpful for us as a community. And this is the beginning of that implementation right. of that riverfront corridor. And, again, just uh, things are aligning. We have the between fifth and water and then this section between second and fourth. Uh, there's just a lot of great possibilities here, and we've been able to keep on uh, Bob and Bruce or the B2 yeah. guys, you know, to really help us and stay connected because they were played a really key role in that riverfront mm-hmm. uh, plan. And now to stay here within our community, they know our community. They knew it through that planning, 
And now they're here again, helping us to take it to that next stage of implementation. And that's not something that we have normally had the benefit of. Usually you invite in consultants to help you get the plan in place and then poof, they're gone. And you're left with, okay, how do you now take a plan that is your dream, your vision? You had a lot of uh, public input. People gave a lot of time, 18 months of planning, right? And you take that thing that is just really important and now bring it to life in actual actionable items that helps to move your community forward. And so it's just fantastic to be able to have that continuity of Bob and Bruce in the Riverfront Enhancement Action planning efforts and now looking at, okay, how can we move this forward? And those built relationships are just so important. They really are. They've helped us with uh, Bridge Square. They have built uh, relationships with Vintage Bands.